0: Today is Tuesday, January 30th, 2018, and you're listening to the official Vue News Podcast.
1: I'm Greg Pollock, And
0: I'm Adam Jar. And in this podcast, we aim to provide Vue developers the news they need to stay up to date with their technology in about five or six minutes. Links to all the stories we talk about can be found in our weekly newsletter and on news.vuejs.org.
1: When it comes to building software, automation and feedback are key. If we can automate any tedious, repeatable, error-prone, and boring tasks, then we should, right? Yeah, so you're talking about things like linting and testing. Linting's part of it, and this week Sebastian Weber wrote up a fantastic article on efficient code analyzing and formatting for Vue.js with ESLint and Prettier.
0: So these things should help me increase my productivity, right? Yeah, and Sebastian
1: walks through how to use ESLint for static code analysis and Prettier for code formatting. He even shows you how to get your linter to auto-fix programming errors when possible. Whoa, I didn't know the linter could try to auto-fix my JavaScript. Yeah, obviously it's not going to fix everything for you, but simple things. He also shows how to use husky to add git hooks, which prevent code that hasn't passed the linter getting checked
0: in. No more checking in your code when it's not valid view.
1: Right. Lastly, he shows how to use vter with Visual Studio Code to get it all working smoothly.
0: Can you have it auto-fix your code inside Visual Studio Code? Yeah,
1: on save, you can actually have it fix some of your formatting errors.
0: Impressive. A view app is essentially a collection of components, so it seems intuitive to use view.component to create them, but Mitchell Garcia thinks that's a bad idea. Using component to create components? <laughs> Why is that? Well, when you use view.component, you're creating a global component, and this can introduce some issues. First, it can make it harder to refactor your code if, if you're working with a module bundler. You can run into naming collisions if another component has the same name as what you want to name your new component, and it can break tooling such as Vitor's autocomplete for component props. Okay, so how else would you create components? Well, he thinks we should always locally register our components. So instead of saying export default, then view.component and passing in the component name and options object you just write export default and export the options object.
1: Right you don't have to explicitly declare you're working with the component. I've seen this alternate syntax where you just list the component options.
0: Yeah so then when you want to use a component inside another component you just import the file to the parent component and register it inside the components instance option. When it
1: comes to writing tests for your Vue applications, in my opinion, the most important are the integration tests, where you test that the entire stack is working as you expect.
0: Using one of those test engines that simulates the browser?
1: Yeah, and this week, Gleb Bamutov wrote a post on the Vue Developers blog where he took the Vue.js Hacker News clone, the one created by Evan You, and added integration tests using Cypress, an open-source test runner.
0: Okay, so when you write the tests in Cypress, it launches a browser and validates the test live? Yeah,
1: Gleb shows how to write integration tests using a familiar Mocha-like testing text. And when it's run, Cypress uses Electron to call up a web app and you can watch as it runs through all the tests
0: live. Nice. And can this run on your continuous integration server like Travis CI? It sure can.
1: And get this, Cypress can even create a video for you of the tests running on your app so you can see where your CI build failed or succeeded. As a Vue
0: developer, you may need to make a visual chart of some data.
1: Like creating a line graph of user behavior or a bar chart for how many times you're bathing your cat.
0: (laughs) Right, and Chart.js is a powerful and simple way to create clean graphs with the HTML5 canvas element. Dave Burning walks us through how to use it with Vue in a tutorial where he graphs the number of moons per planet in our solar system and the overall mass of each planet. Turns out the more mass of the planet, the more moons it has. Fascinating what a chart can tell you, huh? In Vue, slots provide a great way
1: for creating reusable and customizable components. And this week, Filippo Lacerda wrote up a simple article showing how to create a reusable modal component using named slots. Everyone needs a modal every once in a while. (laughs) That's sad, but true. And not only does she show how to use named slots, but also how to add a transition so the modal fades in and fades out. If you're looking for a good example of using named slots,
0: modals, or transitions, it's definitely worth a look. If you want to add authentication to your Nuxt.js app, you might be fine using a library for that, but what if your authentication calls for a more customized solution? Then you might as well just go wash your cat. Right, right. Well, Alexei Kuznetsov can help you get started. He shows how to build out Nuxt authentication from scratch in his new comprehensive tutorial, which covers how to work with cookies and how to sign in with Google. We're talking a lot about space in this podcast. Must be the lunar eclipse this week. Yep, don't miss it. And speaking of cosmic events, Tony Spyro has a tutorial on Hacker Noon that walks through how to create a content curation site with Cosmic.js.
1: This is the uh, Firebase alternative that
0: you could use as a backend API to your view application. Yep, and they have a free tier, just like Firebase. Tony shows you how you can use it to create relational database models for your content and how to quickly deploy your app with it. This episode is sponsored by Viewmastery. Mastery. In mid-March, I'll be speaking at ViewConf in New Orleans. And if you want to
1: join me, we're running a little sweepstakes right now to give away a free conference ticket. It includes the workshops for a
0: total value of $1,250, and it's totally free to enter. And we'll even send you our free View.js cheat sheet for entering if you don't have it yet. You can enter the sweepstakes by heading over to Viewmastery.com. And
1: thanks for listening to the official View News podcast. Be sure to tune in every week to catch the latest news in the View community.